The Devil's Advocates Radio Show is broadcast under a time brokerage agreement between Devil Radio and Civic Media Inc. Some portions of this program may be pre recorded. Warning You're about to listen to the greatest radio show ever. And due to contractual obligations and to shield our airwaves and corporate licensees from any semblance of liability, responsibility, and gullibility, we must tell you the views represented on this show are not necessarily those of this station or its management. This radio show contains differing points of view on current political topics, and due to the nature of its contents, it should be heard by everyone. Thank you for listening. Now live from the Civic Media Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, where the political party is just beginning, welcome to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show. Friends proving it's never personal, only politics. And now, here's your hosts, Dom and Crute. Welcome back to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show, a Taco Tuesday happier happy hour. It's getting happy up in here. We've been joined by the incomparable Bill Press. He's a podcaster, he's a pundit, he's a friend of the devil's advocates. And I understand today you were pulling some jury duty, Bill. <laughs> hey, Bill, welcome. Hey, 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 Chris. hey, Dom. Yeah, heavy duty jury duty. I went to and I did my civic duty in Washington, D.C. I was there. I uh, I got picked for a panel, but uh, they didn't want me on the jury. And, uh, you know, Was it yeah. the Trump jury, Bill? We got to be on it. The E. Jean Carroll case? Listen, that's New I York. Was, oh, that okay. was in New York. Oh, okay. I was I was praying for the uh, for the January sixth case here <laughs> in Washington D.C. <laughs> you know, that's one jury they'd never put me on. I, <laughs> well, not if you told the truth. Well, Bill. not if you show up with an executioner's mask, Bill. <laughs> but I think you know. I think everybody should do jury duty. I've done it before, and you know, uh, it's uh, takes a lot of time, but. Um, you, you, you get to learn a little bit about the, the, the way the system works, right? And, and you 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 uh, you pay back a little bit, right? <laughs> yeah. willing, to, willing to give your time and and make a decision, and you meet some nice people, and so. But but good. But it's done for like two years now. All right, well done. <laughs> you know, I've been skirting jury duty for the last fifty three. I've never pulled it, but. Come on, dude. Get out there. Uh, they got to ask. <laughs> no one wants them on a jury, Bill. Would you? <laughs> who's pure am I? I am peerless in this world, Bill. Bill, hey, let me let me ask you. Uh, we, we just wrapped up yeah. the last hour talking about the timing of everything. And if Donald Trump you know, is not convicted in, in one of these cases prior to the election and he wins the election, you know, what happens? Uh, and we're talking specifically about the state case in Georgia. Uh, if if the Fonnie Willis case and the election interference case against uh, Donald Trump, but that's still ongoing and Trump were to be elected president, uh, Curdy says the supremacy clause would make that all go away. I find that it would divert it until he was no longer the president. They could not bring state trial charges against a sitting president of the United States. That's my understanding. I'm no legal expert, but I watch MSNBC, Bill. <laughs> I watch Law and Order, Bill. I hate that thought process. Uh, I want to know where you stand on it. What do you think? Well, the fact is, um, I want to talk about Iowa with you guys, too. I yeah, mean, yeah, I'm we'll get to yeah, Iowa. Yeah. We just okay, came right. from Iowa, Bill. I know you did. That's why I want to find out why the hell did you go there. But anyway. Um, <laughs> Great question, Bill. I'm looking forward to the answer myself. Okay. So, no, the fact that under the existing Justice Department policy, 
you cannot file charges against a sitting president of the United States. It's not in the Constitution, but the Justice Department did put out a ruling. I believe it was after Watergate, you know, around that, whatever. I'd have to check my historic. So it's not ancient, right? Right. It's like 20th century that says the president, because he's so busy, he's got so much responsibility, uh, that so much going on that he is, he's got to get out of, get out of courtroom pass, if you will, while he's president. Not, but the constitution, and I got it right over here, I can get it for you if you want. The constitution does say, once he's out of the White House, man, he is fair game. So this BS that the Trump attorneys are putting up there right now saying, unless the Senate convicts him, you cannot, con- you cannot then file charges against him is first two things. Number one, it's, number one, it's, it's the constitution says the exact opposite. Yeah. And number two, when the Donald Trump was on trial the second time on that charge in the Senate, his attorneys made the argument you can't convict him here. Let the courts convict him. Mitch McConnell <laughs> said the same thing. They made the opposite argument then that they're making today, right? But um, but a small I, distinction, I, Bill. Uh, I'm not I'm not talking about federal charges. I'm saying the state charges effectively get put on hold because of the supremacy clause of the Constitution. I'm not suggesting uh, are, it. It's. Uh, the OMB's memo from from Nixon that would prevent uh, ongoing charges or, or trial. I I don't think it's I think it's a little twist there. Look, none of us are lawyers, right? right. But at least is it's the Department of Justice's interpretation of the supremacy clause. I think there's a lot of dispute about, but it's it's not been challenged, and so people go along with it, and and, um, uh, and they you know. That that's that's the case. Now I think somebody should challenge it. I yeah. think it's I think it's, <laughs> I think it's gonna be challenged, Bill, whether we want it to or not. Uh Bill well, yeah. yeah, and so you've got a president who's really making the argument that I am above the law. That yeah, I put my hand on the Bible and I swore that I will uphold the Constitution and the laws of the United States of America, except the ones I don't agree with. <laughs> except I can send out the Navy SEALs to kill my political opponent. And they can't do anything about it because I'm president of the United States. The idea that anybody would bring that argument, that we would even give time in a courtroom to consider that argument, is just un—it's unbelievable. And yet, here we are. Here we are. And now we get one judge in 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 uh, the great judge here in D.C. who heard it and said, "You're out of your freaking mind, dude!" Right. <laughs> Uh, then they challenged it. So now they have three judges, and we saw what they thought about it. They left him out, basically left him out of court. He is going, watch, they're, they're going to rule against him. He'll he'll challenge it again, and then the full bunk will have to, if they if they decide, would take it up. They'll knock it down, and then it'll go to the Supremes. And Clarence Thomas will vote for him. Shoot. I mean, <laughs> He's at least got one. It might go eight one, but he'll get a one. He's right. our... He's our friend, Bill Press. Uh, Bill, appreciate you joining us today. You didn't have to go to Iowa. We froze our asses off, so you didn't have to, Bill. Uh, Last night, it was a little surprising 
we were still hearing the 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 pro MAGA caucus speech, and the AP had already called the state of Iowa for Trump. Not a single person had voted in Dubuque where we were, and the race was already called. Bill, I think the Republicans rigged Iowa last night. <laughs> what do you think, Bill? I think the media rigged Iowa from the beginning. Look, I, I, don't don't give me any grief for not going to Iowa. I've been there too damn many times. <laughs> you know, and I remember, I remember fondly, President Pat Robertson. I remember President Rick Santorum. <laughs> yeah. I remember President Ted Cruz and President Mike Huckabee and President Howard Dean. I've been saying for years, Iowa is a joke. It is a total joke. It does not represent the United States. It doesn't mean anything. 110,000 people out of 330 million. And by the way, with all due respect, 110 wackos, as far as I'm concerned, in the state of Iowa go out there and we're supposed to say, oh, you, you, you're smarter than we are. You're going to tell us who should be the next president of the United States. It is nutty, total nutty. I'd like to know how much CNN spent per 110,000 votes in Iowa. <laughs> right. Like they probably spent $25 million to report on nothing. And then they called, you're right. But I, I couldn't believe it. I'm getting, I, so I, I was doing some media last night. I wanted, you know, I waited till about, 7.30 our time to kind of tune in. And they, CNN was calling the election. And I said, wait a minute, nobody's even voted yet. They had they were walking in. <laughs> and, and based on the people walking in, not the votes, they called the thing. It's just, the whole thing is crazy. Entrance so, polling. Entrance polling apparently gave yeah. them enough confidence to call it before anyone had actually voted in Iowa. I don't know whether you remember. In fact, I don't remember all the details of it. There was a very important U.S. Senate. No, it might have been a presidential race in, in, in California where the networks called, I believe it was the Jimmy Carter election, reelect with Reagan, whatever. But but at any rate, the networks called it while the people in California were still vote. The polls were still open. And they changed the law. You cannot do that now in a presidential election. You have to wait until all the polls in that state are closed before any networks can call an election. Yeah, uh, obviously it didn't work last night in Iowa because no rules apply to the uh, Republican Republican primary. All bets are off when Republicans get together in Iowa, Bill. What do you think oh, yeah. about the outcome? Is this a show of strength from Trump or is this a sign of weakness? The guy was the former incumbent president and he gets 51 percent does that make him the king of the party bill well i i i'd have to say you've got to say it is a sign of strength on his part in the republican party i mean he got more he got a bigger margin than anybody ever has in history uh, among in candidates in 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 uh in in iowa won by a bigger margin than anybody has you got to give him some credit for that he put together a good ground game he was up against jokers of, can of opposition, obviously. But I think what it means is this primary is over before it started. And, and so let's let's get out of our heads any idea that there are any Republicans out there who really want anybody other than Trump. They want Trump. They know who he, they know who he is. They knew last night that the man they were voting for was going to be in a New York courtroom today talking about how much money he owes a woman he's been found guilty of defaming and raping. And they made him, you know, the the biggest candidate winner ever uh, in Iowa. What does this party stand for anymore? 
Well, Bill, let's give this small nugget of credit to the retail politics of Iowa. Because when faced with Vivek Ramaswamy, the man went there. He was in every county, did the double Grassley, visited all 99 counties twice. And after meeting the man, they found him less appealing. (laughs) I mean, it kind of shook out for Ramaswamy the way it should have. Yeah. And what's the first thing he does? He endorses Trump, right? And let me tell you, it's only a matter of time before DeSantis and Nikki Haley endorse Trump, too. It's over. It's over. It was over before it began. It's not and, over, Bill. You're sticking around, aren't you? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> See, no, we're going to beat the crap out of him, right? But, I mean, then the Republican primary is over. They might as well just, CNN might as well call all the other states right now, like they did in Iowa last night. A little disappointing for the DeSantis followers. Bill Press sticking around. That will disappoint no one. The Devil's Advocates, never personal, only politics. And thank you for listening to the Devil's Advocates radio show. Our fine guest, Bill Press. Find him at Bill Press Pod. He's a podcaster. He's a pundit. He's a prognosticator. He's a friend of ours. Thank you for sticking around for another segment. Bill, uh, we mentioned in the last segment, we are certainly not lawyers, so it's hard to determine what could, would happen uh, as we go forward with all these cases against Donald Trump. But I am curious to get your political sense. Uh, certainly the Republican Party, apparently they want they want themselves some some Donald Trump. But what happens if one of these convictions come through? I'm seeing polls that say, yeah, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of support will fade off if he is convicted between now and the presidency. But if he comes to Milwaukee at the RNC, how do you see this playing out uh, if he comes in as a convicted felon? Um, well, first of all, I, I just want to do a, a cheap, a quick plug here yeah, because man. you mentioned you mentioned the podcast. And, uh, you know, we all have a lot of guests that we love. Uh, but today's podcast is with Jamie Raskin. Oh, yeah. Oh. Raskin. He is, a, a, he's a superstar as far as You want to introduce us, man? Because <laughs> yeah, we, we would some take Jamie, some Jamie Raskin. Sure. Oh, please. Take the time. It's we'll Bill Preston. To... Pull it up. And um, he gives his take on on uh, having Hunter Biden in the, in the committee room last week and how that came down. Oh, awesome. And also... They're, they're they're the Keystone cops. I mean, between James Comer and and Jim Jordan, <laughs> they couldn't organize a two car funeral, right? <laughs> and so, anyhow, I just want to recommend everybody that Jamie Raskin at his he's at his finest, and I think in the podcast today. So, to your question, first of all, I think look, roll the dice. Ninety one charges. He's got to be convicted of uh, I'd say a good dozen of them or more. And I think before the convention, um, and I think I think it will have an impact. I've said on your show before, and I got to tell you, uh, it's looking <laughs> worse and worse for my argument that he's not somehow not going to end up being the nominee. But I don't know if you saw on the polling in Iowa. Yeah, he wins fifty-one percent of the MAGA people. Thirty-three percent of the MAGA people said they wouldn't vote for him if he were convicted of a crime. That's it. That's that's among his reddest of the red base in Iowa. By the way, sixty-six percent of them also said Joe Biden didn't win didn't win the last election, which tells you again something about Iowa. So I think uh, the only thing that could stop him right now is a heart attack or a conviction. 
uh, and then not just one conviction, but convicted. And by the way, and I think, um, and Jamie Raskin makes this point. He he believes the documents case is the strongest against Trump. He doesn't see any defense at all for stealing the documents, number one, and refusing to give them back. I mean, well, he, the he, the federal judge he appointed, Eileen Cannon, is the defense. Delay, delay, delay. And eventually, you know, he'll pardon himself. She's trying. <laughs> well, that's their goal. You know, they don't want to win any of these cases. All they want to do is delay them until he's back in the White House and then he can pardon himself across the board. Yeah, she can. She She's the problem down there. But, um, you know, she got smacked around the first time that she went total pro-Trump. And so I think she may be a little more careful. And then Jamie also believes that, the, I mean, what the Justice Department did in the insurrection case is they took all the evidence of the January 6th committee. I mean, you could not have more tougher, more incriminating evidence than they have. And they, and they took that and that's their case. And so Jamie also believes, um, and the judge here is, is not going to let Trump delay, that he thinks uh, he'll be found guilty here too. And I think that could change the whole ballgame. I mean, seriously, how can, how can they... All right, we saw what happened in Iowa last night, but you still have to ask yourself the question, how could the Republican Party nominate a convicted felon, right? Even though Chris Sununu says, I'd vote for him still if he were a convicted oh, felon. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's, it's, it, 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 it just boggles the mind, yeah. right? It might have only been 56,000, but they came out in 30 to 40 degrees below zero. The caucus for that soon-to-be-convicted felon, Bill Press. I know, and you know what? I, I do love this, that Ron DeSantis went to every went to every one of the 99 counties, and Donald Trump won 98 out of 99. <laughs> well, DeSantis didn't win Johnson County either. Haley did, by one vote. <laughs> and, of course, they're asking for a recount in Johnson County because it must be rigged. Uh, Bill Press. Do any of the other states matter? I mean, effectively, you got New Hampshire where DeSantis doesn't have much support. Then they're heading down to South Carolina where Nikki Haley was the former governor. And then on to, uh, on to Nevada. And Nikki Haley is set up in the primary in Nevada on the 6th, but the primary doesn't allocate any of the delegates. The, the caucus does on the 8th, so she may get the victory in the paper on February 7th, but she gets zero delegates. Okay, my prediction tonight, is, first of all, I, I want to repeat what I said earlier. As far as I'm concerned, the quick answer to your question is no, it's over. Donald Trump, at this point, absent a heart attack or a, a parcel of convictions, is going to be the nominee. I mean, Nikki Haley can't stop him, Ron said, I mean, look, come on, they were still 20 points behind, right? Big deal. Which one came in second? Which... They were so far behind, it really didn't matter. Not to correct I, you, Bill, but it was 30 points behind. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, but then, yeah, New Hampshire, okay. So she's going to beat DeSantis in New Hampshire, BFD. And then Trump's going to beat her in South Carolina. If, if it ain't over last night, it'll be over in South Carolina. Um, it, and Nikki Haley will probably come out of South Carolina and endorse Donald Trump because, boy, she really, really wants to be vice presidential nominee. 
And you think that's what she's gunning for? I had even heard it said if yeah. she performed well in New Hampshire, well, Trump, the deal maker, will go make a deal and take her, take her out, set her on the shelf, and and effectively offer her yes. the job. Does she, want it? Does she want it? Absolutely. I think she can taste it. Will she get it? No freaking way. You know who's going to get it? Elise Stefanik. Really? Ah. I, oh. I threw that one out there the other day, and Crudy made fun of me. Why do you think Elise Stefanik? I don't think she's pretty enough for Trump's taste. If Trump's because picking a woman, it's going to be Christy Nome. But tell me why. Because she's the biggest suck-up in the entire Congress, worse than Kevin McCarthy. I mean, Donald Trump had the audacity to call the criminals who attacked our Capitol hostages, comparing them to the men and women who were beaten and raped and kidnapped by Hamas, right? And calling these people hostages, and what did Elise Stefanik say? Oh yes, I don't. I think we should free our hostages. She'll say anything, do anything Donald Trump wants. She is trying so hard, uh, and um, you know she's not a person of color. I'm sad that Marjorie Taylor Greene doesn't even factor into your math, Bill. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I think we can agree Trump's crazy, but he's not that crazy. Now, I know you're a California guy, Bill. You a 49ers fan? We got a little rivalry going on this weekend? I'm not a sports fan. I don't care. <laughs> I'm sorry. Politics your blood sport, Bill? I know who the 49ers are, but I have no idea who they're playing. <laughs> Bill Press, uh, people want to check out your podcast, your interview with Congressman Jamie Raskin. Where can they find it? Where can they get more information, Bill? Uh, any, anywhere you get your podcast, friends. So if you get it on Google, get it on Apple, you get it on wherever, right? Uh, Spotify. I'm there. I'm there with Jamie Raskin. Check it out. I got a tip for you, Bill. If anybody asks, the Niners are going to lose to the Packers this weekend. Tell your friends. You'll seem smart. <laughs> but Taylor Swift won't be there, so why do I care? <laughs> Bill Press, thank you for being here on The Devil's Advocates. Always okay, appreciate guys. when you come around, Bill. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, buddy. Happy New thank Year. you. More Devils, other side. You're listening to the radio show your mother warned you about, The Devil's Advocates. You're as cold as ice. You're willing to sacrifice our love. Welcome back to The Devil's Advocates Radio Show Taco Tuesday, happier, happy hour, rolling through it. Thank you to Bill Press, podcaster, pundit, friend of the devils, Jamie Raskin, man. That guy gets all the best subjects. Yeah, Jamie's solid. We got to get him one of these days. Maybe Bill could introduce us. Yeah, Nate, come on, Nate. <laughs> Bill's got quite the Rolodex, I suspect. Well, yeah, he still has the Rolodex. That's how long Bill's been around. We tease. <laughs> Because occasionally Bill gets the chimes during the interviews. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I just feel like saying, okay, Boomer. <laughs> we tried, man. We tried. We'll try again. We'll keep working on Bill. Speaking of Boomers, Dom, you know what? This this Iowa caucus ass-kicking handed out by Donald Trump. You know who this is good news for? Donald Trump? Joe Biden. Oh, do Joe tell. Biden. Do tell. Donald Trump, uh, I quote, the raw story. I like it raw, Dom. Didn't Trump also Trump. prove he liked it raw? <laughs> yes, yes. Him I and believe, Stormy. I believe that was the case. Uh, Donald Trump easily won the Iowa Republican caucus. And that could be great news for President Joe Biden. What? Yes. Yes, it could be good news for Biden. 
if this article didn't just drop something in the middle of it. And I hate to point out my inability. I why, feel like why, a boomer here, why, but I, I can't on, access. Man. Here, wait, wait, wait. I, are you ready? Really? I mean, really, I, man? I, I, I'm going to try again. You just come let, on, let me, man. let me see if I can get what? beyond the first sentence. Control-Alt-Delete, man? <sighs> I know. I'm also disappointed <laughs> in my own actions. Polling has shown that the most undecided voters remain unsure if Trump would be the GOP nominee, but the former president's overwhelming win in the first primary could snap this year's race into focus as a rematch of the 2020 election and help Biden stop his slide in the approval ratings. Reporting by The Messenger, one of Dom's new favorite yeah, sources. Yeah, it's been all over the place. The stronger Trump is, the better off Biden is, said hmm. Democratic strategist Brad Bannon. Both candidates are unpopular, but Biden's top advisors believe that voters will change their minds once they see the alternative is four more years of Trump chaos, right? Here's a quote. For those of us who have been paying attention, it's been obvious for a long time that Trump will be the nominee, barring prison, said Democratic strategist Christy Setzer. <laughs> the fact that you even have to throw that Barring prison, in there. <laughs> their nominee will be the nominee, but... Normal people won't tune in for another couple of months until Super Tuesday when Trump wraps up the nomination while on tri trial for federal election crimes, right? If they start on January, the January 6th trial is scheduled in Chutkin's courtroom on March 4th. And of course, he's running up the flagpole, this immunity claim that's laughable. Uh, it's terrible. But it is a strong delay tactic, at least so far. But if the U.S. Supreme Court or even an en banc uh, district court all they need takes to do, it up. Is, all they need to do is reject it. We're not taking it up. I mean, what is That would to, be great. What, do you, what is there to argue about? I, I, don't, I don't even know how it could even be taken up. Why I, would you do that? I would be so excited to give you live Super Tuesday Trump trial coverage right here on the greatest <laughs> radio show ever. Uh, the rest of this thought. Why... Last night's performance by Trump, good for Biden. The split screen should further aid Biden. The split screen of Super Tuesday while Trump's at federal trial. You know, here's Trump coming from the courtroom. Here's Trump going off to the Super Tuesday rally. That's very similar to the Iowa thing, right? Here's Trump winning the Iowa caucuses. Here's Trump in New York of the Eugene Carroll while he's tweeting while in the courtroom further defaming his rape victim let's be clear about the 2020 election trump exhausted every legal avenue available to him to overturn the election everyone biden said in a recent speech but the legal path just took trump back to the truth that i'd won the election and he was a loser who's her <coughs> pardon me you're never a loser when you join the devil's advocates radio show 844-967-2789. Mark, I see you. Be patient for a moment longer because we've got a little of the sound from the big winner, and I don't mean Joe Biden, the big winner in Iowa last night, apparently Donald Trump, and a little magnanimous question mark, sort of a toned down Trump, you know, feeling good about his big victory. Uh, let's play just a little of the sound. A little broccoli. You can take it. <laughs> you can have. You have to take it. Cut one, please. We want to thank the great people of Iowa. Thank you. We love you all. Iowa. You <laughs> had to think about Iowa. Uh, more Trump, the ever enunciating Trump, thanking his opponents, the two that mattered. What? DeSantis and Haley. I want to congratulate Ron and Nikki for having a 
a good, a good time together. We're all having a good time together. <laughs> you know, burn brain uh, into sanctimonious. Actually, did very well. <laughs> right. You know what? I beat him by 30 points. They performed better than yeah, I good expected. Good job, Bird Brain and, and, and DeSanctimonious. Uh, he, I think he had to, like, literally make an effort not to name call and actually refer to them by their first names, which is perhaps somewhat disrespectful. Why magnanimous it, in victory? If one cannot crap on their opponent in victory, <laughs> Trump, when are you going to do so? Every other minute of his life. Uh, Trump last night congratulating Ramaswamy. Cut three, please. I also want to congratulate Vivek because he did a hell of a job. He came from uh, zero and he's uh, got a big percent, probably 8%, almost 8%. And that's a, an amazing job. And he goes home with zero once again. <laughs> with, with zero. Trump doing the Beatles come together. Now's the time, says Trump. Cut for. I really think this is time now for everybody our country to come together. We want to come together, uh, whether it's Republican or Democrat or liberal or conservative. It would be so nice if we could come together. Yeah, and that way we wouldn't have to overthrow the government if you all just legally vote for me. Wouldn't that be nice? We just come together. Hope it's not rigged. Uh, A deportation. It's not clear on this one. Nate, let's play cut five, please. Play the favorites. We're going to have to deport. We're going to have to have a deportation level that... We haven't seen in this country for a long time. All right. Uh, that's an interesting... We're going to have to start throwing some of you people out of here. <laughs> right. Uh, when do the deportations begin? Vivek. 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 I've heard it Who pronounced cares? so many why, uh, ways. Ramaswamy, <clears throat> he suspended his campaign after coming in a distant fourth yesterday. Uh, let's hear him on Cut Seven, please, Nate. We've looked at it every which way, and I think it is true that we did not achieve the surprise that we wanted to deliver tonight oh man i would just say you know it's a rigged election get your 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 supporters to go and storm the capitol in in dubuque des moines the capitals in des moines i know but we're in they're gonna storm dubuque no storm the 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 shot hall where were we at last night at the restaurant you know the shot tower shot tower in man go don't take that vivek it was rigged against you the whole time you know rigged in the sense that other people wanted Trump and the other Republicans instead of you. If that's rigged, then yeah, it was rigged. But uh, the the Republicans, when exposed to Vivek Ramaswamy, I mean, even Republicans know what they don't like. And it was Vivek. He's suspended his campaign, cut eight. As of this moment, we are going to suspend this presidential campaign. Oh, this man. is like the Captain Kirk of goodbye speeches. <laughs> I... Must leave the race (laughs) now. No path to victory. Please, Nate, cut nine. There is no path for (laughs) me to be the next president absent things that we don't want to see happen in this country. Uh, Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) Again? Hang on. Play that again, please. Absent things we don't (laughs) want want to to see see happen. Again? Let's do it one more time, please. There is no path for... Me to be the next president, absent things that we don't want to see happen in this country. Hmm. That's an interesting comment. But uh, we'll keep that contingency <laughs> plan. <laughs> keep Let's that call that plan B. <laughs> I have going to endorse uh, Donald Trump. Vivek, cut 10, please. Earlier tonight, I called Donald Trump to tell him that I congratulated him on his victory. And 
now going forward, he will have my full endorsement. You got the full Ramaswamy. He he's a pause talker. talker Tom, uh, I find that a little disconcerting. <laughs> Maybe that was not. It was probably more his attitude and the and 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 the blatant. I mean, he he's like a racist and like the most racist. Like you think Trump's a racist? Let me show you. Let me show you. I would real be racist. I I would be the greatest of all the racists. Um, but, we have more though. We have we have what the number two number two. <laughs> Uh, DeSantis. I realized that I predicted DeSantis cried in his pillow last night. I think he's still probably dead. And, and, but he did and, come in and two. He come in second. You could he, say, he will say here at the moment that he punched his ticket. He punched his ticket to nowhere. You're not going anywhere, DeSantis. You, sir, lost by 30. I don't care if you took a, a, a second place. That's like first loser. Let's play cut 12, please, Nate. In spite of all of that that they threw at us, everyone against us, we've got our ticket punched out of Iowa. You're lucky you didn't get punched in <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> Everything they threw at us. Oh, the underdog that is DeSantis. Oh, a new birth of freedom. Let's hear the motivating speech by DeSantis. Cut 13, please. We represent a chance to reverse the madness that we've seen in this country to reverse the decline of this country and to give this country a new birth of freedom and a restoration of sanity. That's what we are going to do. How How is he both whiny and celebratory at the same moment? He he still has the whiny tone. I, I've noticed that immediately about DeSantis. Yeah, just, yeah. Oh, I didn't it's, it's just, win. It's, it's, not, it's not great. It's like he's really forcing it. it it's, it's really hard to believe he beat Ramaswamy. I mean, they're both detestable human beings, but it had to be a tough choice for many of the Iowa caucusers. <laughs> Let's play more of DeSantis, the number two, getting those marching orders. Cut 14. We have our marching orders. Our marching orders are to do all we can to preserve what George Washington called the sacred fire of liberty. Your marching orders? Hmm. Uh, thank you. Ron DeSantis, cut 15. We thank you for your effort. We thank you for your support. You Where's helped us get a ticket Where's... punched out of the Hawkeye State. Oh, more, where, where... more, more ticket punching. What where... ticket punching going on? Where, where are the friendlies? <laughs> I mean, isn't this supposed to be his victory second place rally? <laughs> yeah, man. People want hope. Through. Second is the new first. <laughs> Cut 16. People want to have hope and for change. this country's future. And that's what we represent. Hope and change. I think I've heard that before. His crowd's hoping he shuts up soon. Oh, but let's let's talk about this, Curdy. The media, you know, was they're all against him because they want it Trump. Was a rigging. I I admit it, Ron. The media rigged it against you. Cut seventeen. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying the order would have been different had they waited thirty minutes or forty five minutes. But I do think some people decided to walk out. And when you talk about a proportional delegate did. situation, um, you know, that could have shifted a delegate or two. It's very possible. It's, it's very possible. Uh, one more from the number two, cut 18, please. You owe the people of New Hampshire a debate. Uh, this, is a, this is a time-honored tradition that you debate in New Hampshire uh, the week before the New Hampshire primary. So I'm, I plan on being there on Thursday. I understand why she doesn't want to want to debate. And yes, Donald Trump should debate as well. Uh, but either way, I'm going to be there. And so I hope both of them come. 
And they have both announced neither will attend. The debate has been canceled. There is no debate. There is no debate. There no is CNN no debate. debate. No ABC debate. No Ron. Ron, you might as well stay in Iowa, man. <laughs> there is no debate that there will be no debate. Uh, and, of Go course. Go and order another pork chop, sir. Your campaign is over. Oh, we're running out of time. Well, wait. We wait. Uh, we have some sound from Nikki Haley as well. Of course, Her we'll- crew at least was excited about it's, her third I place. Did, I did see some of that uh, last night. And I... I don't know. She's a better speaker, I think. Uh, she seemed certainly a little more enthusiastic and, and less robotic than DeSantis. More Yuhura and less Captain Kirk. <laughs> yes, we are the Devil's Advocates. We will return with your calls at Bags. Last night, pre-flight. Zero hour. 9 a.m. And I'm gonna be high. As a kite by then. The Devil's Advocates know how to kick ass and chew bubblegum, and we're all out of bubblegum. And thank you for listening to the Devil's Advocates radio show. It is our last segment of the day. If you got something to say, you can hit us up right now on the lines, 844-967-2789. Callers, we see you. Please be patient. Hold on just a little bit longer. We've got to get to the Nikki Haley sound. If, if you're Captain Kirk. Does that make me Spock live long and prosper? I'm the logical one. <laughs> no, you're not. If the you're one. the one that sleeps with green mutants. Because <laughs> Kirk, man, he was. Hey, it's a lot of love to give go around, man. I mean, this is a big, big universe. He loved them all. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. There was no race, creed, or anything that <laughs> no, Kirk ever no, objected not, not at that to. point. We're past all that. I'm not a slut. I just love love. Let's hear some of uh, the number three from last night. Nikki Haley, she's congratulating Donald Trump. Cut 20, please, Nate. I want to congratulate President Trump on his win tonight. We have had an amazing 11 months here in the Hawkeye State. 11 months to finish third? <laughs> I mean, that's a lot. I, I mean, let, let, let me just point this out. You know, at the Olympics, the bronze medalist doesn't get to give a speech. Yeah, but they work a lot harder than 11 months. Plus, there's, like, natural skill and time and energy and effort, dietary restrictions, you know, social restrictions. You got at the gym all the time. I mean, 11 months, man. It's a long time. That's eating a lot of pork chops and shaking a lot of babies in <laughs> Iowa, man. It's a lot of corn in your crap. Uh, let's play Cut 21. How we doing? The pundits will analyze the results from every angle. We get that. Third. (laughs) But when you look at how we're doing in New Hampshire, in South Carolina, and beyond. At least she's got supporters. It's more than you can say for DeSantis. It is now a two-person race, according to Nikki Haley Cut 22. I can safely say 
Tonight, Iowa made this Republican primary a two-person race. And what, which two? Or, or is that now? Trump and who? Haley and, Dis- Haley, Haley and Trump. Okay. All right. That's going to be clear. Because she didn't say, and I don't want to you know, assume. Uh, last one from third place, bronze medal winner, Nikki Haley, cut 23. Do you want more of the same? Or do you want a new generation of conservative leadership? I'll take a new generation of conservative leadership that, you know, doesn't incite insurrection when they lose a free, fair election. That's all I'm asking for. I'm down with that. What do you think? Six weeks from now, Nikki Haley will be offering her heartfelt endorsement of Donald Trump? (laughs) Six weeks? I'm, I'm predicting March 15th. That's... Well, it's not even six weeks. That'd be closer to two months. It's January 15th, 16th, Today's the like 16th, that. yep, yep. I had to ask earlier. <laughs> the life of Riley. I've been traveling. Li- <laughs> 844-967-2789. Some role reversal it was, here. I'm not going, it's not going very well for me. It was Iowa caucuses day after. <laughs> I knew that. I knew yesterday were the caucuses. Ah, so thank you. That's the sound. That's the update on to New Hampshire. We're not going to New Hampshire, right? Okay. It's not legal marijuana. Okay. Well, either is Iowa. Well, at least I can drive there. 844. You've got to drive through Illinois if you play your cards right. 967 2789. You take the long road home. Uh, let's get going on the phones. CJ, you've been patient. Welcome, CJ. What do you got for us? Hey, CJ. Hey, guys. Um, thank you for taking my call, but. I just wanted to remind you guys that January 6th, Nancy Pelosi did not, the committee, allow the Republicans to choose their committee members the first time ever. And, um, you know, any one of these candidates. Liz Cheney was number three in Republican leadership. Adam Kinzinger is a former veteran and served with some distinction in the U.S. Congress. And I would also note, CJ, uh, Trump tried to get, what, his hack Jim Jordan, man, Jordan? you can't right. You, on, you can't man. make it a crap show. I, I know that's what his uh, second impeachment. Well, really, both impeachments were crap shows because the Republicans thought they were there to play defense. But CJ, it's very hard to defend the actions, and when you didn't have a friendly defender out there, you know, basically taking the investigation off course, it was pretty damning of your guy. Well, I wish you would look at uh, other issues as closely as you guys still look at January 6th. Well, you guys won the Iowa caucuses last <laughs> night, know, dude. Uh, we were there. Any one of these candidates, any one of these candidates is going to do more for our country to make it secure and prosperous. And that's why any one of them. And you would expect us to them, acknowledge their Joe victory Biden. should they win the Electoral College. But the problem is your guy didn't. That's the problem, CJ. Your guy didn't acknowledge when he lost. But see, uh, you guys want to end the Electoral College, and then yours and my votes won't matter just the way you want to do it in the state. So I think Dom wanted to end it. I was okay with the Electoral College. I don't know, man. Uh, The Electoral College. You don't. Because if you, uh, our votes won't matter. Only New York, Florida, Texas, and California will decide the election. Well, so the greater God American the people will instead of Wisconsin, North Carolina, Georgia, Arizona, and, and, and Michigan, man. Right now it's like five states. 
And and sometimes it's a bit of a pain in the ass to live in one of those fishbowl states. You know what I'm saying, CJ? Because life never gets better here. It's always a political cycle. Now, I like politics, so it doesn't bother me much. But. <laughs> right. uh, and, and thanks for the call, CJ. Most people won't tune in till what? Till Super Tuesday? I mean, what, is that when it people, the normal folks, the regular folks that don't live, eat, breathe, and crap Most this stuff? Most people start tuning in around Halloween. They'll say, <laughs> it's an election year? What? Oh, man, am I registered to vote? 844-967-2789. Dom, do you think there was relevance in going to Iowa? The question asked by Bill Press. Why'd you go? Because <laughs> Crudy made me. Um, I Listen, I, I, I always love going on the if road. If you don't man. go, you don't know. You, you don't. If you don't show up, you don't know what's going to happen, right? So if something happens and you don't show up, then you're never going to get it. So, no, I always like going on the road. I always like meeting people. I always like hanging out with you and, and getting into it. So it, there's always value to it. How much value? Well, that can that's perhaps a, a matter of debate. But yeah, man. Why would I? Why, why are we going? Because what what I took away is we're all, especially here in the Midwest, man. But we're all just citizens of this country. We all want to engage, uh, hopefully, in respectful and righteous ways in our self governance. And we got to see a little bit of that yesterday. And my thank only, you for not throwing away my hat. My only regret: couldn't get my hair cut. <laughs> it wouldn't take long, dude. Want me to do it for you? I, could do I did it. it. I did it myself. <laughs> really, I couldn't tell. Self-styled, crudy bald. Thank you for listening. Stick around the busted pencils. After Maggie Dawn, she's next. Bald time.